Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Congratulations to everyone who participated in the Princess Half Marathon weekend races this past weekend. Hope you had a great time and you're enjoying those medals and all the great memories you made down at Walt Disney World. Well, we've got a great trip report for you today. Our friend Eric from Connecticut calls into the live Sunday night shows many times, joins us today to talk about his trip to Walt Disney World just about 10 days ago. He was there that week before President's Day, and he was there over the President's Day weekend. And he talks about how the crowds were awesome until President's Day weekend. Then they got crazy, but he used Genie Plus to kind of bail them out and uh, really made the most of that purchase. And it really saved him, especially at Disney's Hollywood Studios. He walks us through that. He talks about riding horses over at the Tricircle D Ranch and that experience. We get some great meal reviews, places like Morimoto's and the Brown Derby and also Festival of the Arts. I know it's not going on, but he gives some thoughts on that. Touring solo and uh, staying over at Wilderness Lodge. We get so much great information that is just from Walt Disney World just about 10 days ago, fresh off the presses. You're going to enjoy today's show. Don't forget our podcast is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. That's the best way to support the Be Our Guest podcast. Book that next trip with us. We're going to earn your uh, trust with that trip. So just uh, swing by the website, themagicforless.com. While you're there, fill out that free, no obligation quote, whether you're headed to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. We'll take great care of you. Again, check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click takes you right back to Amazon and it supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You keep the show going. You guys make this possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2245 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. And congratulations to all the Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards on a very successful yet hot Princess Half Marathon weekend this past weekend. Hope you had a great time running the five, the ten, the half, all the miles down at Walt Disney World. We'll be sure to share all the memories here on the podcast this coming week because, of course, I was down there. Scotty G was down there. And we'll get the perspectives of many lizards right in. Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Share your thoughts what did you like? What were you surprised by over Princess Half Marathon Weekend? And we'll share those here on the show, especially on Wednesdays. And of course, you can call us this Sunday night. We'll have a live show and we can talk about it there too. But speaking of Sunday night live shows, we have a friend who is a regular on the Sunday night live shows. You know him. You love him. We're heading out to Connecticut with our friend, Eric. Eric, thanks for coming Hi. on the show. How you doing? I'm doing well. You know, I was tired after walking eight miles a day. I can't imagine running and then doing all that walking. It would kill me. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's pretty dumb, actually. Um, and you pay a lot of money for that privilege. That, that's the really, you know, you, you talk about like dumb on top of dumb, you know, like. Here's $200 for 
hurt me. We stress out for weeks before <laughs> the registration. I mean, like we come up with strategies. I mean, I remember a few weeks back when I signed up for the Disneyland half marathon, I had five machines going so that I could spend as much money as possible to get to run <laughs> all these races out on the West coast. So it, it, it's a sickness, but you know, I, I, it's like uh, the boogie woogie blues. You know, you just got to have it or something. I don't know. We'll see. I like the medals. They're fun souvenirs. And, and the memories are awesome, too. So I can't I can't really That's complain. What you, do. you do it for the memories. You do. I mean, it's what we do all the vacations for, I guess. Right. It's just a different it's, kind. It's the people who you're there with and who you see and, and not always the destination. And Disney's good at, at, at that. Oh, it's 100% true. And those right behind me here in the studio, those ears are my favorite because I had to earn every pair of those because you only get those when you finish the full marathon. So those are some of my favorite things. I don't want to quit getting them, but I want to quit running 26.2 miles. <laughs> I'm getting too old for that stuff. But I'm going to be sad if I don't because I got the full set right now. And it's one of those things, right? I, I'm not really a collector, but that's one thing that I have the full set. And uh, But God, you can't just go to the store and buy those. It's a, it's a shame. I guess I could probably on eBay. Somebody would sell them, but... You, you talk about Chief. getting too old. I was concerned on this trip that I would be too old for Space Mountain. And it turns out, no, it, it wasn't as bad as I had, had worried. So maybe you can keep doing that longer, a little bit longer than you expect. I like your optimism, but I don't share share it with you. <laughs> and Space I, I'm Mountain, not the one who's doing the running. <laughs> that's true. In Space Mountain, it, it's okay to me until I get back into the unload section. Then it's like, uh, medic, yeah, I, I can't get out of here. Somebody help. I need a crane. Anyway. So, Eric, give us a little background on your Disney history, because, you know, you've been calling into the live Sunday night shows, but how did it all start for you? Where, where's this Disney fandom come from? Disney since, like, 1976. I know. So, how did it start? my family. And we would take yearly trips because our grandfather lived down in Florida. He lived uh, outside of Orlando for a little while in Tampa, and then he moved to North Carolina, and we ended up going every other year. And around 2000, I started going back into it with my friends. And that's about when through college I met um, Donna. She's, I call her my BDFF, my best Disney friend forever. And um, we've been going down with, sometimes with her family, sometimes without. This trip was her. She showed up on Wednesday. My twin brother, Todd, came down. He stayed at a different resort. And I... I was at Wilderness Lodge, he was at French Quarter, and this was my first time ever staying at a deluxe for other than like lying on the couch of someone who was there for a night who let me uh, who let me stay. And for a long trip, it's really worth the upgrade. It is. We spent some good times at the, the at, on the last day at the Geyser Point Bar um, and, and grill there, and we were sitting in these beautiful lounge chairs. Um, I had this delicious bison burger, which I, bison's tough to cook. I'm, I'm a, I'm a very food person and, and bison is not a, an easy meat to cook and they, they got it just right. Um, it was excellent. And when it was time to go, we just didn't want to get up, but we had to catch the, the, the bus back. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'm talking about the end of the trip, <laughs> but we got a room that was right on the end of one of the long hallways facing the lake nice it's still considered a nature view room um but it was like you could wake up and the sun was coming up and the fog was on the lake and i would go down to um roaring is it roaring fork yep. i think it's roaring yep fork. The, the quick service I would get a croissant and fill up my mug and i would come and i would just eat breakfast out there watching sunrise on the lake every now and then the the boats would be you see them getting ready for their first uh, trip across mm -hmm. the lake 
And there was this woman at Roaring Fork, an older woman named Lucille. And she was always in charge of the beverage bar there. And every morning I would go down there, I'd get my coffee and she would go almost the exact same words. Enjoy your coffee, young man. Oh, enjoy your, enjoy your coffee. Have a great day. And I'm like, oh, I'm at Disney, Lucille. You're just making this so Disney. Her name is Lucille. If you see her, say hi. She's just the sweetest woman. It was great. I absolutely um, will. Because, you know, I, I go to Geyser Point almost every trip because that is a hidden gem. The times of the year where it's, I mean, even when it's blazing hot, you know, they have the fans and it is, I, I always right. get the chicken sandwich there because I'm not, okay. I haven't ever had a bison burger. I need to get that though. I've never tried that. I, I, friends have. I also had the wings there. A little disappointing. I really do recommend the burger. Lucille was at Roaring Fork though. She was, she was wonderful. And the room, just just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, a little disappointed that they didn't have the water features running. They were under refurbishment. But talking to a cast member, he says they tend to do the refurbishment now because typically it's colder mm -hmm. and people don't appreciate getting sprayed with the water first thing in the morning when it's 48 degrees out. And I'm like, I, I, I guess I'm with you on that. Yeah. Does make sense, um, except for this past weekend, it was record-breaking heat at Walt Disney I'll World. get to that. I'll get to that. The, the, the transportation also, um, I always hear people saying about the transportation at Wilderness Lodge is shaky. It was really spot on this time. The only bus we ever waited for for Disney was Disney Springs. And we got to talking to, we just missed a boat out of the Magic Kingdom. And we said, oh my gosh, when's the next boat? It's the end of the day. And he says, well, it's a 15-minute trip. There's always two boats running. So it's usually eight minutes and 38 seconds. And I'm like, eight minutes and 38 seconds? And that's he goes, precise. yep, that's the time it takes to dock, the time it takes to load, the time it takes to get back. So after we pulled out, I started recording the trip because it's just a gorgeous mm -hmm. trip back and forth. And wouldn't you know, from the time we left, the time we docked, it was eight minutes and 32 seconds. I'm like, God, you, you've got this down to a science. They, they had it down. I would have thought he was totally making that up. But I, I did too, but truth. it was like so close. I'm like, he didn't pull that number out of thin air. He was, he was pretty much right. Um, my first day, though, I stayed at the Doubletree in um, Disney Springs, which was, um, it was, it was a Doubletree. I, I mean, it was very nice. Uh, it was rather inexpensive for, for the Disney area. Um, nice big rooms. The bus driver did a weird thing. When I got on the bus, I went to Magic Kingdom and my, the first thing I always do is I ride the monorail on my first day there. I have to ride the monorail on my I first like day that. there. You're, you're a Disney and, fan. I get it. Yeah, right. And I hop the bus to the Magic Kingdom and the guy gets to the end of the uh, driveway to the Doubletree. He runs out of the bus, leaves us all there. And we're all like, what is this guy doing? He hits each of the crosswalk signs and then runs back into the bus and says, this always gets you to go faster. I'm like, okay, all right. That, um, okay, that's, I, I, okay. <laughs> I guess we're okay with this. But at any time, I'm like, you know, we could have just jumped in the driver's seat and took off. Yeah, that's, uh, was, that's a little sketch. That was not a Disney bus driver, by the way. I don't think a Disney bus driver would ever get out of the bus. Yeah, I don't think um, so. It, it was, and then I took the Skyliner for the first time. It was beautiful. Um, I toward i walked around the riviera which is smaller than i thought mm -hmm. but somehow just the perfect size it was right. small and intimate 
and um, very, very nice. Um, it was a nice place. And that was that was basically my first day there. The second day, I hopped an Uber down to Wilderness Lodge, and that was my mostly alone day. And I decided to do um, Epcot. And I haven't been to Disney in about five years because five years just before the pandemic, we went to Disneyland instead. Um, in fact, I, I came on the show and talked about it like a few mm -hmm. years ago. So I went back to Epcot to see like all the changes. It's still torn up, but it's got to still be my favorite park. It was my first ride on Guardians, which that's a lot of ride. It is a lot of ride. Um, it's aggressive. It, 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 it's it's a lot of ride. I got the song. Um, uh, Everybody wants to to rule the world. Tears for fears. Yeah. And it was a very smooth ride because that's a very very smooth song, um, and you can really hear the dialogue through the rock through the song. The second time I did it the other day, we got conga, and it made the ride feel very different. It was a very different experience depending on the song. I never thought about it that way. I've only done it once though. And I had, I had September, which I think is the perfect song. If I had to pick one, that's the one I would like. Cause I like a little earth, wind and fire. The world was fun. With Kwanga, we were trying to dance and we ended up slamming into each other a lot because <laughs> it's a roller coaster. And um, my pro tip is probably if you are over the age of 45, do not try to dance on a roller coaster. It's just not going to work out well for you. I, I will I will uh, second that motion. Yes, please do not dance. There should be a sign, you know, the the like stick people. Do not, plus 45, do not <laughs> yes. you know, dance. Pull, pull down the handlebars, <laughs> hold on to your jet hats and glasses and no dancing, please. That's absolutely right. Um, Good tip. <laughs> uh, uh, I I got one of those um they, they have honorary guardians one of the jokes that in it is you become an honorary guardian and i got an honorary guardian badge because i deserve it because i have helped them twice now i helped them break out of uh of a prison in california and i just helped <laughs> save the universe here i am an honorary guardian okay There's, you're not taking this from me that's true now that I, now I think about it, i've done it on both coasts too i've, I've helped go. them and I've, too. I've never seen a movie i don't even know who they are but i've helped them man i'm a Bex good friend like, so so we're lying and like no we're not lying i i am one of you yes you you, you i deserve this i i deserve this and i see the commercials for the attraction all day long on pluto tv i was like you know quill wake up rocket raccoons they're messing with the cassette tape messing it all up it's commercials constantly on for guardians anyway Side, that side day, um, I, I had a few bits of food at the art festival, which is really the Instagram food festival. It is because they point. put a lot of they put a lot of effort into making it look good, but not always taste as good as it could. And I think I might have had the two ugliest dishes, which was basically a bowl of mussels and a pork consulate. Um, they were both okay. My favorite thing there, though, of all the things that I ate, and I ate a lot of booths was something called a deconstructed um, uh, key lime pie. Um, that means that you basically you take the ingredients and you arrange them around on a plate, make them look pretty, and you say, hey, I deconstructed Which, it. When I, really I what think it that is you put it together in the first place. I think that's hilarious. Right. I don't think it's deconstructed. I think it was never <laughs> yeah, constructed. I think it's just, it, it's right. exactly. I think but it's just simpler. When, like, here's the pieces on a plate, sucker, put them together. <laughs> when you do that with food, what you have to do is you have to make sure that each piece of it is really good on its own. Yeah, I guess. And, and yeah. they really did this. Each piece was really good on this own. You combine them with other th other pieces and the amount that you want. But that was probably the best of the festival. I won't talk too much about the food because it's over and you can't go have it anymore. Well, next year. Um, I mean, 
Hopefully. Yeah, they, they change it up, but a lot they of do. the good stuff stays. So I'm sure the deconstructing stuff will and, be there. It's um, probably cost friendly. You know what? Though? I always think whenever you say that, because you're right, there was a ton of deconstructed items this year. And it reminds me back in the day with McDonald's did this in the 80s. It was called the McDLT with the two oh, sides. Oh, yeah, you keep right? the hot side hot. Exactly, the side dude. Cold, no. Maybe they should have called, called it the, the deconstructed <laughs> uh, Big Mac, you know, like it made it fancy, you know, whatever. No, go ahead. I'm uh, loving this. So tell me more about your trip. I, I met w with my brother right afterwards. Uh, he came in that day, and we went to Morimoto's. It was uh, probably one of the best meals that I've had, not just on Disney property, but period. I like it, too. The, the sushi was excellent. It was $200 for both of us, but it was really money well spent. Um, I had a, I had a, a duck ramen, but um, the best part of it was I had a half an appetizer portion of ribs. And those ribs, you know, they were not barbecue. And a lot of people down south don't don't write into to Mike complaining about this. Anything, any ribs that I have had down south, barbecued ribs, this put to shame. It was so good. So now, I haven't been there since the media event when it opened. So that was 2017, 16-ish. Okay. So it's been a long time. We like <laughs> were there when, when they just redid Disney Springs from D downtown Disney. And... We went around to the to the restaurants and I went in there and they had ribs. I, I don't know if the same one, but they were so good. I could not stop. Yes. They had ribs and had these little chicken like chicken drummies <coughs> on sticks. And mm -hmm. I mean, I ate my weight in those things. Yeah. Like we could have gone other places, and I'm like, nope, nope. I'm just gonna die you, eating these things because they were you, just you are, so. You are going to pay. You will pay there, but it was really good. Um, they're they're a Michelin, and if you ever watch cooking shows, they all go, "Oh, Michelin stars." It's like considered the best. Mm -hmm. um, and there's something an honorary mention called the Bib Gourmand. You don't get a star, but it says you're still really good. They have that there, and um, Polite Pig also has a Bib Gourmand. So they're like honorary mentions of some of the best restaurants in the world. And uh, Plate Pig, I also ate at. They were fine. I I, I enjoyed it. But um, they were a cut above. We also, when Donna showed up, we ate at a place called City Works. Mm -hmm. Been there a few and times. You've been there? Yeah, a few times. I, it, it's it's a good place to watch a game and just grab something yeah. quick, you know, a nice casual kind of sit down. Solid place, place solid yeah. tacos. Mm -hmm. and, I've had um, fish, I it, think, like just like fish and chips. Yeah, we had the, the fish tacos. We each got tacos. My brother had the fish taco. Donna had the pork taco, and I had the chicken taco, and they were all very good. Um, if you stay at Disney Springs right now, they give you a little booklet of discounts, and one of them is 15% off City Works. So um, if you want to go there and save a few bucks, I, I would recommend them too. Good call. They were, they were very good. And uh, we also that day with Donna came, we went down and we took the boat to see Yeehaw Bob down at um, the River Roost on, uh, I always want to say French Quarter, but, uh, but River, it's Quarter. Riverside. Riverside. Yep. Yeah. And and he is, we do not know how a man keeps that energy up for like, he's been doing it for what, 20 years now? At least. And he does this like multiple times a week because he does it Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through, Wednesday through Saturday, some some other times too, mm -hmm. uh, from eight till midnight. Right, and, and and sometimes he will do he he entertains at Disney Springs, not as Yeehaw Bob. You will yes, see him Bob just in, yeah and. People don't know this because if you see him as Yeehaw Bob, he looks like this skinny, you know, noodly looking guy. Different Bob percentage. is ripped. 
Have you ever seen him yes. like in a tight t-shirt? Like I've seen him at Disney I, I Springs. I was like, do that with the piano. He is jumping on the piano. Right. He is leaning back. You can't do that without without good course. I, I saw him at Disney Springs when I sing it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Bob. And then I, lo- I was like, but he is ripped because he had a, like on a tight, you know, nice shirt. But he was not, you know, the, you know, the Yeehaw Bob persona, but he it was the noodly, the, yeah, the, the baggy he's pants. He's ripped, like, man. Because, I mean, he climbs mountains. He, he's gone all over the world. I follow him on Facebook. And uh, he's a great gentleman. If you're this, you probably know who he is. If yeah. you're listening, you probably know who he is. But if you don't, he is kind of like an old-time, ragtime, mm-hmm. vaudeville piano player that would fit in perfectly well at Hoopty Doo Review. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and, Diamond um, horseshoe, something like that, yeah. He had us all up there doing the hokey pokey and uh, I videotaped Anna doing that. She's not very proud that I, she's not very happy that like I, I got her putting like her arm in and her butt in and everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, that's what happens. She's shaking it. She's like, Eric, don't you ever post this. I'm like, <laughs> oh, one day I think I might. Just in case. Um, as far as parks, we were there for some very empty days. Uh, between the weekend and through Friday, they were all through a Thursday. The parks were really empty and we were able to walk on. I, we didn't have to do any Genie Plus things. And then it was President's Day weekend. And the crowds mm-hmm. descended like mad. Um, I resented waking up on Friday and Saturday and having to hit the Genie Plus button to buy it those days. Um, like, it's like you wake up, you're ready to hit the parks, you spend all this money, and now Disney's saying, hey, how about 99 more dollars, you three? But um, we did it, and it actually saved our um, Hollywood Studios day. I haven't been to Hollywood Studios since they made all the new additions. And we show up that Friday, early, ready to go, we're going to hit Rise of the Resistance early, and um, something must have happened. We're Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower, Slinky Dog, and Rise of the Resistance were all down. Oh, on a busy on a busy and, day and too. Oh my gosh, what do you do? Lamb packed. So my brother wasn't there yet. Donna and I said, you know what? Let's let's run over. Um, there was still only five minutes on Star Tours. We did Star Tours. We walked to Millennium Falcon and did the single rider where they let us ride as a group, which was which was really nice. They normally don't do that for the single rider lines. And then we're like, what are we gonna do? Um, there was a line like going down the street coming out uh, for, for guest relations. And we're like, well, nothing's happening here. And I began to stack reservations. Like I got Slinky Dog like 10 seconds after it started. And it was already eight o'clock for Slinky Dog. So I'm glad I got that first. But um, we went back to the hotel for a little bit. And while we're back at the hotel, I'm kind of you know, adding tower, adding um, runaway railway. Um, before we went back to the hotel to, to, to round back, we, we went to eat at uh, the Brown Derby. My brother wanted to try it. And um, a little expensive for what you get, but still a solid restaurant. If you're going there, you want something, you don't want anything new off the menu. You want something that was served in the 1930s. Like it's it's heavy food with a lot of sauces. So I had the duck a la orange. And I can picture this being like a, a heavy, rich person's food from the 1930s. Solid, solid, good meal. Did, did you, because um, I've never eaten there again, because it just doesn't seem to have like the, the atmosphere of like a 50s primetime or a sci-fi for me. It, does, it has a different atmosphere. Like it has a. Is it more subtle, you are, I guess? You are in one of the, the wealthy restaurants that the stars go to. Um, it, it really does feel like that. 
but it's expensive. Yeah, that's also and why I have a car. <laughs> I don't know if I would recommend it for the price, but I've been there like three times. Once was so long ago, it doesn't count. Once were, was for, um, I had lunch with an Imagineer there when they still did that. Is that where they signed where they signed the plate back in the day and all yeah, that stuff? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, got a we got that. a painter. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll call in one day and tell yeah, you about that's that. That's cool. And um, the the it it was good, but it wasn't great. Yeah, you okay. know, I that's what regret, I've heard. Yeah, I don't regret going there, but I don't know that I would do it for a regular meal again. Cool. Anyway, nice. so we're we're loading things up and we get back and everything's back online except Rise of the Resistance. So we managed to knock out Mickey Me's Runaway Railway, which was my first time on that. And it's a really impressive ride. I wouldn't go in expecting an e-ticket, but um, like as a solid like D-ticket, solid people eater, it's a lot of fun. And it's a long ride that doesn't feel long. That's a good point. Like Nobody's a- ever said that. I like, I, I like them. I like thinking about that. It's a long ride that doesn't, long i like, like that it's, it's a solid five and a half minutes but like you get off of it like it's over that was quick and and it really isn't it's like it's not like 11 minutes like pirates but it's it, it it's a it's it's a lot of fun it's really impressive and i have a feeling that each seat you're in is a slightly different experience because um you're catching the beginning of scenes you're catching the endings of scenes you're Closer, a little closer to Goofy. You're a little further back, so you see Mickey as you're leaving the tunnel. So it's 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 really rewritable, and um, you can see how they do all of the visual tricks, and it's still mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like when they change from um, the last scene where they do the the big change or the big finale, like wow, like I know how they do this. I'm watching it. For them to be able to think of all of this up and to be able to pull it off with such a precision, it's 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 great. It's it's amazing. Let, let me ask you this about that though. I would imagine that you were a great movie ride fan. I mean, just I. I yes, I am. Because yeah. it just seems like with your personality. Mm-hmm. So, wh- which one would you rather? If if they made you like pick between the two, because they're very different experiences, right? The one was very Mickey static. And Railway is better than the great movie ride was towards the end of its run. Okay. If they had kept the great movie ride up, if they had changed one scene here and there every now and then, it would have been fine. But by the time I was there seven years ago or whatever, before it closed down, it was really feeling tired. Yeah. There was no current movies, not even in the, in the montage at the end. Um, if they had kept with the promise of that ride, yeah. I would have said keep it, but they didn't. And they have a really good, solid, fun replacement there. Right. Don't go thinking this is going to be like the end-all, be-all, most wonderful ride. It's it's a uh, we talk in tickets. It's a D ticket. Yeah, it, it, it's you a know, next it's generation dark ride. Really, you know, it's a, it's a longer dark ride. It's a super vibrant mm-hmm. dark yeah. ride. It's got you and, know, 4D and Hollywood effects. Studios needs those. It doesn't have enough rides. It relies on the shows to, yes. to be the people eaters. Yes. Um, and we saw the Indiana Jones show, and it was the same show as it was twenty years ago. And the Beauty and the Beast is the same show, and the Sing Along is the same show. Um, so well, apparently, was, apparently, though, um, Harrison Ford is going to be playing the same role as Indiana Jones from the commercial I saw during the Super Bowl. I was yeah. like, 
Is that not the same scenes from the very first Indiana Jones? Like that plane? That's like, they're, they're, I've seen they're that actually before. going to be aging up the stuntman at the Indiana Jones experience to all be in their 70s. Exactly. So like, it's, it's going to be so fun. You know it's going to add a little more daring to watch this 70 year old run down the ramp yeah. every day and try to avoid a ball. Everything. Oh, I, I could try out for it now because my knees are so bad. I'll be perfect for the role at this point. Like, yeah, it's like everything old is new again. Like, okay, we're just going to do it again 45 years later. It's like playing Pac Man. Yeah, no, good point, though. <laughs> uh, the, having, having Genie Plus really saved the day and being able to book things for the end of the day really saved it when every single ride was down until 10-11. Like, they were down when we were leaving. Um, Slinky Dog Dash, when we went to go on it at 9 o'clock, all the lights were out around it. So my gut feeling is it must have been a power problem to have half the park down and this had to been. back there down, too. But the way the day kind of fell into place is once we got in line, we turned and we looked and all the lights had come on. And we're like, my gosh, they did it just for us. So my flip the switch. <laughs> and um, that's a great ride at night, by the way. It is a gorgeous ride at night. You get some beautiful views of the whole park. Um, I, I really enjoyed that roller coaster. It's a, it's a real fun coaster. And um, after that, Rise of the Resistance was open. And it said that the line was 80 minutes. Donna really wanted to go see Fantasmic. And I really wanted to go do Rise. That's and I also call. wanted to see Fantasmic, but I'm like, I'm not gonna get a chance. I've never I've seen Fantasmic. I haven't seen the new scenes. I've gotta go do Rise. Yeah, so I sure. ran to do to do Rise. Uh spoke to to two people on the line who I was next to, and an older woman who had never who had been on it many times, and a young couple who were a former Disney college program. And we just talked about the parks and, and our experiences there and what it was like to be the college program. And the, the older woman drives once a week in from the villages because she has an annual pass and she just wanders around and goes on the rides. And we talked about what it's like to be so familiar living there and, and how to keep the magic going, which is just like go in there and do whatever you want. Like don't walk in and try to document everything and compare this time to the last time or anything like that it's really just when you go to disney be in the moment yeah that's i mean that's that's the dream really <laughs> yeah. that's it um rise blew me away with how long it was how much it was how complicated it was and while i was there <clears throat> i was never out of the experience like i knew this wasn't real but if you let yourself go with that mm -hmm. ride, mm -hmm. it totally. feels like you're there more than any Disney experience I ever had. Right. Mentally, you just got to put yourself in the movie. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Disney's about the spending. You know that that's not really Germany. But it, and Disney says, like, this isn't Germany. This is a facsimile of Germany. But you can really go there and let your imagination go. And Rise has a lower bar for that. It's really great. Um, the good news is I got out because Disney wait times lie. They, they, that's just how it is. Disney yep. wait times lie. 100%. It was about 60 minutes and I ran across the park with cast members going, sir, please don't run. See, oh, or should, we're like, sir, please don't run. You probably got close to yeah, 5K. Yeah, you, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just walking quickly. I'm walking with yes. purpose. And I managed <laughs> to make Fantasmic just in time to see the whole thing too. And like, it's like the, the, the evening, everything fell in place except for one thing. At the end of Fantastic, they had leftover popcorn, pro tip. 
they will give away the leftover popcorn. I've heard that. In the back. <laughs> and Donna grabbed one and I grabbed one. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you have one. It's so she hands hers to another guy who was there who didn't get any. And then she goes to mine and she picks it up. She goes, this popcorn's old. Mine was warm. Oh. Like what? I got the old stale popcorn and you got, yeah, she goes, and I gave away the warm one. And she didn't let me forget that. Well, just, like, you're, you were being, you were just being excessively generous. Good popcorn. <laughs> you, you were being <laughs> super kind. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that day turned out great. Um, she had never been in the line for guardians either. And um, we let people pass us to enjoy the, once you're in a, uh, when you're at a boarding party for guardians, it, the line moves quickly. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a, it's a rapidly paced line. And uh, we were like letting people go past us so that we can sit and look at some of the um, quote unquote museum that was there. Yeah, the exhibits and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and they were really nice. They, they were really well done. They were funny. They mentioned Disney. Um, in one of them, they say like your Epcot center, our city is. And I'm like, Oh, wow. It's, <laughs> it's cool that they, they put everything in the, that was our second day there. And we just kind of, wandered around lazily i actually at the art festival accident i actually bought a piece of art um it's a, a chernabog i'm holding it up for those of you who are watching but it's kind of hard to see that's cool. by a man named uh noah something but a lot of his art of this type is on the disney cruise lines ah nice so he he does disney cruise line drawings and i don't know if this is one of them i'm holding it upside down that's why i can't tell what it is there, there we go okay now it looks but yeah just, <laughs> so you so if you want to check this out just go to uh, uh youtube.com slash be our guest podcast and it's right yeah. there so check it out and um it was 50 dollars for the print it's a good size print and this is the first thing i've ever bought there and i'm just really happy with it um talking to i heard two of the vendors talking and they were saying has there been a good festival for you and they all said it's amazing if you can get your art in here that people just come and it, it's great people just come and buy and they remember you mm -hmm. um and and it's been a good experience for for the artists who are selling there too i would think so um, it's, it's got to be a target rich environment right because yeah, disney i mean yeah. disney fans appreciate art of all of all forms they, and you know, it's good art the arts, it's really good yeah. it's all disney yeah. art and it's really good well not all but it's really good art too mm -hmm. um yeah. we didn't stay for harmonious because we were just exhausted and i guess that's one of the disney shows i'm i'm going to miss um i'm not the most critical person when it comes to presentation I am so glad that those big barges are going to be out of that. I'm with um, you. They, they just took up too much space. And my day where I was there alone, there were guys out there working on the arms all day because I guess they were having problems. They must have been having problems with it. Um, it was also my first ride on Remy's Ratatouille, which is a, a very fun ride. Uh, again, like, don't go expecting it's the, the big E ticket. It's like a solid undercard ride that Disney needs to make more of. I agree I, very much. Like you said, for uh, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, you know, it's one of those things. It doesn't have to necessarily be something that throws you back into the seat at 80 miles an hour and flips you upside right. down seven times. It's just a great ride that grandma can go on. Kids can go on and everybody can enjoy. You that's Disney. Disney yeah, is, is, that's is, Disney. Is that. Right. That's the difference between Disney and universal. You're right. Yeah. I mean, the woman I was with on, on rise, she was, from the villages she was definitely in her late 60s and still 
going on Rise of the Resistance, which is not a rough ride at nope. all. Um, but things like Tower and Guardians, you age out of, they have to have those family rides, and Disney does a good job with that balance. Yeah, and I know I know they're very tempted to go, you know, extreme because the everything in the world nowadays yeah. is moving to the extreme, right? I mean, it just seems like everything's got to be like the best, you know, the the tallest, the fastest, you know, and all that. But you know, it's okay to have something, right? You mentioned it, just a little something for everybody. You know, a, a yeah. nice next level dark attraction <laughs> that Disney's known for. That's what I like. You're right. Right too is that. Too. I I took a break and did something that I've always wanted to do with there, which was the horseback riding at. Um, uh, Fort Wilderness, uh, $55 for about an hour and a half. The ride is about 45 minutes. That's a good and deal. That's, I mean, it's, it's it, probably more it, than that here in Missouri. Deal. And it was fun. The horses, um, there's not a lot to look at on the trail there. You are basically walking through this, the brush of, uh, Florida, but it's 45 minutes. So if you, if you, you know, talk to the people who are, the uh, the people who care for the horses who and who who run the trail ride, they'll tell you a little bit of the history there. The trail that they ride now is about 15 years old, and they used to have just the um, Tricircle D Ranch down near the shore, and they used to walk the horses up to where they do the trails every day. But that began to become, they said it was just too much work. It took too much time, and the horses are living creatures. They sometimes don't want to do what you want them to do. <laughs> So they built the extra stable up there and you meet at them at the entrance. Um, I used to do horseback riding. Well, I didn't used to do horseback riding. It was a course in college that I took because I didn't want to do real gym. I did, I did bowling twice, so I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, did, I did that in volleyball. Um, so I took horseback riding and, and getting back on, I remember just about everything except the, the motions to make the horse move. So I, I was riding a real prima donna of a horse, and while we were walking, it like walked around mud puddles, and and didn't walk in ruts. It was like I will walk on the soft path. That's you funny. cannot stop me. That's a Disney horse right there. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things though that was funny is that the horses really like the ferns and the tropical plants that are along the path, so they will try whenever they can to go and eat some. And along the way, like two horses just with the riders just kind of turned off and started munching, started walking and munching. So the person who was running the trail on the back on the big boss horse would have the big boss horse walk over to them and the horse would go over them, like gently nudge yeah. the other horse, like, hey, what are you doing here? Get back in line, you, I'm the boss here. But um, <laughs> they say like, and the horses are really responsive because they're trail horses. If the horse begins to look at a fern or something, simply pull your reins gently to one side and it will stop. And they all do. Huh. Uh, if you're not watching your horse, though, it will do what any animal does, whatever it wants to do. Yeah. So, um, but but they, they really keep you on the path. Um, it, it was it was fun. It was it was a nice, fun break to do. And I'm going, since I've been there so many times, I want to start seeking out more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's There's it. plenty I've, of it there. Yeah, I, I've done many of the tours, you know, which I really enjoy because it lets you see Disney in a different way. I've done all, you know, the races, um, you know, but I've never ridden the horses. That's one of the things I need to do. I've, I've only <laughs> done horse riding. I'm from Missouri, it's, but I've only ridden a horse a few times. And that'd be cool to do that. It's perfect for there. beginners. In yeah. fact, it's designed for beginners. Um, a good 20 minutes of it was them sizing you up and thinking about which horse to give you. 
Like I got on my horse and she says, you've done this before. I'm like, yeah, 25 years ago. And she's <laughs> you like, no, you got on and you got the posture and you like, know, your, and horse, your horse's name is secretariat. Get on. <laughs> Uh, my horse's name was Percy, actually, after Percy Jackson and the Olympians. That works. Um, it was a nice horse, but a, but a, again, a prima donna. Midway through the ride, he was going so slow that she said, you know, you're doing everything right. It's not you, but Percy's being slow right now, so we're going to put you at the end of the trail. So I was walking in the back of the line, and that's motivated Percy to keep up because he didn't want to get lose his herd. Um, it was It was... Fun. It was it was fun. I, I would recommend it if you're curious. And again, if you don't like it, the actual riding part is only 45 minutes and you'll be off soon. I try that because yeah, we've done the wagon rides a couple of times in Fort Wilderness and those are fun. But I, I want to ride the horse now. I got my cowboy hat off the pack that you know, don't don't wear the cowboy hat. Oh, just, man, it sits in the closet. I need it. It's back from my line. Dancing you're days. you're, you're setting yourself there. up. Oh, he's got a cowboy hat. We'll yeah, give him. Hey, it's a Stetson, man. I paid good money for that at the line dancing joint back in the 90s. <laughs> needs some action so, needs a little dirt on it anyway. uh, among the other things it was also my first time on flight of passage and uh, todd and i got there early that's my brother um we got there early in the morning for it and the um the line was probably about 40 minutes but it was actually 40 minutes walking to the entrance I hear you. Because what they do is they direct you all the way back towards when you're there in the morning, all the way back towards um, Africa. Yeah, back to the line. And it's a long yeah. winding walk up a hill and a long winding walk through the fields. And, like, and, and I think we're midway through. I go, Todd, we've been on, on this ride for about, we've been here for about 20 minutes and we're still walking. We haven't stopped walking See, to the end. You, you've done Run Disney. You just didn't know it. It was unofficial. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're there. One of those hats behind you now. <laughs> exactly. You, you deserve a pair of ears. That's right. Um, it was a it was a really good ride. It was a really fun ride. I I enjoyed it a great deal. And I got to ride my personal low key favorite ride in the park, which is Dinosaur. I might be the only person who really enjoys that ride. I just really enjoy that ride. It's just. I can't explain it. It's just fun. Um, also, it was cool out, so the animals were out on safari. My brother, who was very unimpressed with Animal Kingdom the last time we went in the summer, really liked it on a day where it was like 77 degrees. And <laughs> it uh, makes a huge difference. That park is I, so hot in the summer. Oh, the man. other days, it got to be 87 degrees out <clears throat> one day. They were like, this is record heat right now for Florida. And we were glad that we brought our shorts and things like that. Uh, but it, it got brutal. One of those days was our, our Magic Kingdom day. And uh, Magic Kingdom was, I don't know what else to say. Magic Kingdom was Magic Kingdom. It's, it's, it's just a great park. Um, our, our spot for the fireworks was right in front of the stage, in front of the castle. And those projections there are so crisp. I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. And when the fireworks go off, you lose a few of the fireworks behind the castle, standing that so front, close, that yeah. close. But it takes up your entire vision when they go off around it. It's a completely different experience from standing in the hub or standing in the middle of Main Street. That said, I probably wouldn't stand that close again. But um, I'm glad that we did. I'm really glad that we did. Um, and also what was nice, Donna had some friends who were happened to be in the park at the same time 
and we met with them for some Dole Whips later. Uh, it was the park was open till 11. We met them at nine for Dole Whips. And um, while we were talking, we we're talking about Guardians and we were sitting by Aladdin and Aladdin and we were also talking about Tron and uh, Aladdin. I guess the person who was running it was bored at that point because even though it was a busy night, it's still 11 o'clock and the people who are in a Disney park at 11 o'clock are not riding the magic carpets of Aladdin. That's true. Um, so the few. woman comes, the woman who was there comes and talks to us and, and she had just gotten off Tron. She's been doing the cast member previews for Tron and she spent the time telling us all about it, how much she liked it, how it was like not a long roller coaster, not an intense roller coaster, but a fun experience and and the walk up to it so i'm i'm really looking forward to to going back in a few years or a year or whatever and and writing that it's nice because there's always something new i want to see the middle of epcot my favorite park i want to see what they make that into same i know that, that's a good point because there is so much coming and i haven't i haven't got to do a preview of tron so i'll be excited to get to see that this summer and uh, or even possibly when i'm down for the race in april I don't know <laughs> because I mean, Tron is like right up my alley. It's an eighties retro, you know, yeah. that, that's my generation, right? People of a, kind of thing, a certain game. type of person of a certain age yeah, it, it's knows me. Tron very well. Right. And we, we want to be in the grid. <laughs> I know totally. So I told Pam, I was like, Holy cow, this one's right. This, this hits me like guardians. Isn't me, you know, I'm not a Marvel fan. I know a lot of people are <laughs> Tron. That's me, man. That's the old 40, you know, 40 something year old dude, you know, that, that was a nerdy kid. That that's made for me. Disney for, for the hundredth, they're pulling out the retro park merchandise, and and we're walking through. My brother and Don and I, and we look and we go, oh, they are they are doing this just to hit those buttons, and we're like, you know what? They have. Yeah, and they, we start buying the merchandise. They finally <laughs> figured out that from yeah, being kids. the kids of the eighties now have a little bit of disposable income, um, and so yeah, let's let's try to grab that. <laughs> I'm not sure how we are on time, but there's two more things that I want to share. Yeah, we got about you. seven minutes, so yeah, go for it. Great. Um, my brother was on on Main Street, and we went to the glass shop on Main Street. And he was enjoying, he liked all that. He eventually bought a glass octopus for his table at home that we saw the man who was there make, mm -hmm. which is a very special thing. Like we were very able to cool. buy that octopus. Um, but he wanted to see the things that were in the, in the windows on Center Street, which uh, Center Street is the street off Main Street, mm -hmm. um, midway up. And Todd was walking around and he says, I don't see any of them in the shop. So he says to someone, says, well, you know, I, I saw this bull and this cat in the windows outside, but I don't see it in the shop. He goes, oh, yeah, they're just outside. He goes, oh, I was wondering how much they are. So she and he went around outside and she opened the main street windows. Wow. To get those things out. So Todd could check them out and check the price. And that I had to post to Facebook with the caption, not my brother making them open the windows on Main Street so he can check out the displays. I have a personal idea that if I have to open a window on Main Street, this cat can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? My, my brother makes some good money. I'm just saying he it. couldn't afford it. Yeah. But just to be there, right. while they, they were do opening that. the cool. window yeah, right. on Main Street, and people are walking by and looking like, what's going on? Are they putting something new? It's like, no, my, my brother just has <laughs> enough money that he wants to be able to check out the merchandise. That is, that's a pretty, I mean, I hate to say, you know, use this term. That's a pretty baller move right there. <laughs> yeah, right? And I'm sure if they were inside, they would have never done it. No, it's so funny though. Um, yeah, just, uh, could, could you open the window? Right. It's like, sure. 
Oh, but that's hilarious. That's a great and story. And you took a picture. That's great. That's awesome. I got, oh, I took more than one picture. <laughs> Love that. I, I just wish I had, I had thought of that before. I got to, I got to do that myself now. Yeah, totally. Kind of rest, like, excuse Never. me, there's this bowl out there I'm interested in. Nah. <laughs> just, just to get them to do it. Yeah. No, don't, don't do that. That's mean. But he was serious about wanting to buy one of them until he realized the bull that he wanted was $650. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to go for the $80 Optimus. Yeah, that we just same, on. same. I bought an ornament with the Skylighter opened and it came home in a thousand pieces because it was made out of glass. And I thought yeah. I packed it well. So yep. yeah, it wouldn't have eight legs. It'd have 80 by the time it got home. So what are you going to do? Okay, what's the last, last story? Because I want to make sure we get this in before we got to wrap up. The, the um, Well, we were walking off the buses from our very disappointing morning at Hollywood Studios. Standing there, in the middle of the crosswalk between, not the crosswalk, and like the cross path. Like if you come up, you go to a path and you can go either to the Boulder Ridge cabins or you can go to um, Animal Kingdom. Were Goofy and Pluto and Donald just standing there with nobody around them. And it was just the two of us. And we got a good 10 minutes with just Mickey, Donald, uh, Goofy, Donald and Pluto hanging out there taking pictures and I stopped, I turned to them like, do, do they have somewhere to be? He goes, no, they're just walking around today. So they were just gonna kind of like walk around the resort and like, I, I just can't get over the fact that we had 10 minutes with three of the big four there. They've been doing more of that, which I really, really appreciate. You know, they have these character um, motor, like motor homes that they, mm -hmm. they go around in and they'll just kind of show up. They'll hang out either in the lobby, sometimes hang out in a gift shop, sometimes hang out like on a balcony, some kind of a public area in the hotel and just hang out. And I think that is the, especially with the marketing that Disney does, especially for folks that, yeah. you know, don't know how things really work. Because if there's this commercial that's constantly on TV right now, and you probably see it too. I'm sure our listeners all see it where this kid's walking into the Grand Floridian, you know, and he's, he walks in and the stormtroopers are walking through the lobby and then he goes in the pool and like little mermaids swimming in the pool and the, the hitchhiking ghosts are on the boat with them heading over to the magic, you know, that stuff doesn't happen, you know, in your imagination it does. But you know, if it just having a, you know, goofy in the lobby at your hotel, that, that kind of, that makes and, the connection. And, and that's close enough. Not yeah. That's like yeah. the person. Well, eventually a line, Not a line. To, well, I yeah. understand that, but, but like they were just standing there waiting for someone to walk past so that they could do their thing. That's cool. That's and, super and that, cool. that was, that was like, they talk about those magical moments that might've been our favorite Disney type memory of the entire trip. Unexpected magic. Cause that's the stuff yeah. that you'll remember the stuff that you yeah. weren't planning yeah. for. And that's kind of, stuff I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm not going to remember my 37th time on big thunder mountain. I will remember the fact that the, the those big three were hanging out right there doing nothing and we walked off the uh bus and just there they were I, hey I, i'm totally with you you know it's the stuff that you weren't planning for that ends up being the best stuff so that's why i say you know best laid plans it's a great idea to go in with all these great plans but don't be so married to your plan that you can't give an opportunity for unexpected things to happen because that's we the best stuff if we weren't flexible we would have had a we would have had a bad day at Hollywood Studios, and it turned out to be one of the best days because we rolled with it. If we weren't flexible, um, we wouldn't have been up in. We went to the DVC Lounge this time when we wouldn't have fit that in. Um, if we weren't flexible and wanted to get that one last Disney day in, 
we wouldn't have had that wonderful last hour that we spent at Geyser Point. point. Uh, it was the flexibility that, that really made this trip one of the best ones that we've had. Great advice to close the show on. That is exactly, right. especially for first timers, because you always think I got to have a plan for every every minute that I'm there. You don't. It, you're Never forget that you're on stuff. vacation and yeah. it, it might be that once in a lifetime trip. Make the list of the things that you want to do, but don't make the list of the things that you want to do be everything. Yeah. My brother wanted to do the, the Enchanted Tiki Room. He did it seven times and he was not upset that he missed the People Mover or um, the Carousel of Progress because he was like, I'm doing the Tiki Room. And, and that's what I'm doing. Yep. We all define success in a different way. That's what he wanted to do. Hey, <laughs> perfect. Eric, hey, thanks for coming on. It's great to talk to you for sure. a little bit longer than our Sunday night shows. And you really do make the Sunday night shows a lot, uh, a lot of fun. I know you've been busy lately, but uh, just uh, yeah, wish you the best. Schedules change a little bit, but I, I should it. call in and tell you about the the lunch with an Imagineer that totally. I did. That'd be awesome. Uh, and, and a few other stories from here and there. Uh, I'll be around a little more. Cool. Phone lines are always open for you, buddy. Well, hey, I appreciate the time and you have a great week and uh, thanks for coming on the show. You too. All right. Take care. Don't forget, our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today. Ready to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really helps us out. It's brguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on social media at Be Our Guest Mike. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. would love to talk to you this week, and I have all my pictures up there and videos from Walt Disney World this past weekend. So check those out. I was over at Coronado Springs and running all the races. Lots of fun content there for you. Also, this Sunday night, another live call-in show with Scotty G. So join us. We're on Facebook and YouTube at 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern. Join us. Join the chat. We have a good time. It's our get-together every Sunday night. And then give us a call during the show and be a part of the show and talk Disney. Whatever you want to talk about, fair game. So Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll look for you on Facebook and YouTube. All right, until we get back together again on Wednesday for more of your listener questions for Eric out in Connecticut, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.